Okay, okay, we back to a Black Men Sketch episode eight. I, this is the host, Mayo Garner, and my co-hosts. Brian. I'm Royce, and now I'm introducing our very special guest, Ms. Doris Crenshaw, the founder and CEO of the Southern Youth Leadership Development Institute. Ms. Doris has dedicated over 60 years of her life and community activism. Please welcome Ms. Doris Crenshaw. Hey. hey. Welcome. Yeah. Crenshaw, how's it going, Miss Doris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Miss? It's Doris? a good day. It's going good. good it's going good. Thank you. So, what's the weather I'm like down there? With cold. <laughs> oh, it's cold. not Minnesota cold, but it's cold for Alabama. Mm. What's cold to you? Alabama weather was perfect. Uh, fifty-seven. Oh, that's oh, good. No, weather. That's good. Oh, that's yeah. a heat wave. That's, that's, that's a heat wave in Minnesota. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna need you. You can't complain about that one. I went to Alabama. And uh, I seen Rosa Park, and I know you know that sister very well. You know, um, I wish I had a chance to meet her. So I just want to see, can you tell us how was she in person? Well, Mrs. Park was, was um, an unassuming woman. She was quiet with her tone, but forceful uh, with her words and commitment. Uh, in fact, she was a woman of very few words. But the words that she shared were, were very meaningful. Mm-hmm. Uh, she often talked about the love for our people, and she wanted to make sure that we got uh, all our people that we could to get to be registered to vote. Mm-hmm. She emphasized voter uh, registration and um, education, and she thought it was very important that we uh, stay in school and that we got registered to vote. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. So how long was you working with her? We I started with her in the spring of uh, 1954, summer 1954. She was arrested in 1955, and they banned the NAACP in 1956. Uh, having said that, we still did things together, but not under the banner of the NAACP. But there's always a lot of activity, especially around... Um, mobilizing people to come to the mass meetings and also to the voter registration project. And um, that's a wonderful topic that um, you just touched on with the, the importance of people getting up and getting out to vote. Uh, Ms. Crenshaw, what would be something that you personally would have to say? You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out here. Nice. You know, young men, of, men and women of color, who have no desire to vote. They think that it changes nothing, mm-hmm. that their voice means nothing, that it's all rigged. And, you know, there's a thousand reasons why not to vote. Can um, Just giving you the floor real quick, um, is there a message that you may have for those people who have been discouraged um, as far as the importance of getting out, having their voices heard? I think and- you need to share with them that everything that happens with us in our lives, is affected by our vote. The air we breathe, whether it's clean air or not. The mm-hmm. water we drink, uh, whether that's healthy water or not. Okay. The quality of your schools, mm-hmm. the way you're treated uh, up and down. I think you have a very, 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 very important example in your city and state uh, with the Attorney General. Uh, This black man that I had the opportunity to meet, I'm so proud of that. But uh, because of his actions, the policemen were were punished for 
for their deeds. Mm, correct. Correct. And so, so now, let's go with everything that you do. Okay. Let's talk about the food you eat. Right. Okay. The food you eat is determined most of the time by the neighborhood you live in, or you have to drive distances to acquire food hmm. and most especially healthy food. And in our neighborhoods, it's food desert. Now, when you vote, you can affect that hmm. uh, by turning out in numbers. And most especially, I would say one of the most important people in our society that needs to exercise their right to vote is black men. Absolutely. They're most often talk, targeted. They're most likely not to have God get the job. Mm. So that let's let's say for example that um, the job that you want is a state job. Okay. Now, if you have a, a, a influence with your vote, then you can call in the state representatives and have them to lean on whoever the corporate corporate world of mm-hmm. of the the elected officials to try to ensure that there are more jobs um, for our people and especially our black men. Right. That's definitely what we need. So how do we inspire okay. those black men to vote? So like I think you have to talk to them. I see what I say, nothing changes. Things do change. But certainly nothing will change if you don't exercise your right to vote. And let me tell you this. People in position, look at the number of people that voted and X precinct, Y precinct, and that. So if you turn your numbers up, people know that they need your vote. But because you lack the days ago, I don't care, then they don't need to care about you. Hmm. Correct. But if you understand, see, self-interest, I was taught, is the prevailing force. So you got to say, what's in your self-interest? Let them understand why it's important to them yeah, but, and their daily life. So how, I mean, is that difficult to do? Because a lot of these black kids are from broken homes. So, like, trying to... That's all the more reason. Yes. That's all the more reason. So See, I, if you're from a broken home, a lot of times the male is absent, right? Yep. So the female has to petition the government for child support, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if, if 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 the social workers and this are gonna treat you right, that still goes back to how you vote and how much you vote. So, and 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 everybody, everybody in all situations, even the resources that go to your school, you understand? Yes. We do. People say we're not gonna do anything with common school. Mm. Those people don't come to meetings and they don't vote. Right. Uh, and, so the, I'm not gonna waste my time. The but, people that make changes in this world are primarily young people mm. and women, and young men. But you got you. It's up to you to convince more of your young people. And even if you have children, and if you have children on the call, yes, yes, absolutely. Yep. Okay. So it's important that you engage your children, and they influence their friends. And you have, we used to have like coffees at house, at houses and just talk to people, have a little Kool-Aid or Coca-Cola or cookies or something. 
and talk about what's going on and how you can affect what's going on. And you have to make it so that it's very plain to them how they affect it. If they say nothing's going to change, then you might have to get into the conversation of what do you want change? And it's like um, I try to stress that to some people when I talk to them, you know, it's like some people are afraid to, to fail. I mean, if you vote and you don't win, that doesn't mean you shouldn't have voted. And um, right. I try to get to through to people that there is a reason that why you're arre- when you're arrested and convicted, they take your right to vote away. So it has right. to have some type of value if the law right. and the government, that's the first thing they want. You know, they don't want your bank account. They don't want your house. They don't want your car. They don't want anything you own, but they want your right to vote. And and they men make right. you go through you that. A, you make a in high water to get point. it back. And piggybacking off, yeah. of, piggybacking off of that, back in the day when we just visited the civil rights um, tour in Alabama, we seen how hard it was to be able to vote. They put a jar of, right. of uh, jelly beans in front of you and say, how much is right. it? You know that that kind of shows you how many, you know, how many bubbles in the in the bar. So oh my gosh. Bars, mm-hmm. impossible answers. You know, so that was to hinder us from voting, which shows us the importance to vote. If they want us so badly not to vote, there's a there's a real importance and strength behind voting. You know what I mean? And, it's and like, that's and that's true today, isn't it? Isn't it true today? Yeah, that they're hindering this, us in different this election. This election, they're trying not to have voting precincts. Don't have make it easy for the people that live in those precincts to vote. Mm-hmm. When it's easier in the majority of white districts to vote all day long. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if it was not important, then why go to such extremes to keep you from voting? Mm, right. And then, and then I find I've heard before. That people that if you if you work on a job and you work around um, the Europeans, uh, sometimes they discourage you. Oh man, it ain't worth that. That 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 that. Whatever they tell you is not worth it, and you shouldn't do it. You should be about the business of doing that. <laughs> and that's if correct. We, right before my generation, we and today, they incur- discourage you from being able to read. Yeah. I, th- I think just the youth is yeah. too busy in survival mode. So we have to find a way to um, break that mentality before we can, you know what I'm saying, inspire the youth to vote, you know what I'm saying? Because um, we have to show the youth that voting helps us get out of poverty, helps us get out those bad environments, so, um, helps us, right. you know, to get So quality. our topic today is is about the importance of voting. Yeah. Correct, Miss Crenshaw. Right. We have to figure out a way to lift a blindfold from a lot of these young people because there's things that we do each and every day. So if somebody's excuse is voting is a waste of time, I mean, people go out and buy lottery tickets, scratch them every day, and they don't win. Mm-hmm. They, they wait don't win. Line. That's right. And so right. It, it's almost like that. So just because you didn't win today, does that mean you're not going to buy a lottery ticket tomorrow? And so just because you yeah. vote one time and the person you voted for doesn't win – that doesn't mean that you should not exercise your right as a member of the United States to have your voice lifted and heard, you know? Don't, don't be discouraged, hmm. okay? We started in cities where there was one or two people 
that agreed with us. And you kept working with those one or two people, and eventually it would get to be four and five people. So that if you start to convince one, and, and it's not instant food, pudding. you're not going to do it all this election cycle. You might not be able to do much the next one, but you have to keep on working on it and right. keep on building. Keep and then, then, then you lead by example. Right. So sometimes you never know who's watching you and who's inspired by you. Mm. So you have to keep a very positive attitude. Mm. You have to know and, 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 and whatever you do, I'm going to say this is kind of off the subject, but it's kind of in the subject. No, in Montgomery, either. Alabama, 70% of the boys can't read. Mm. Now, why do you think that is? It's designed that way. You see, it goes back. That's right. It goes back to what? Slavery. The voting, because that's what they do in the school. These kids in this school don't have books. Can you imagine a school where they, they don't have books? They talk about the computer or something? And then you get tutors from the tutors say, well, where are your books? We don't have books. Well, how are you going to tutor if you don't have books? Right. So I'm saying it's all, it's a, it's a snowball. You know what I'm saying? So we have to pay strict attention and we need to articulate to our people, start with your own family. Right. You see, that's what we did. We started with our family and you convinced them. And so um, for the guys who... Uh, in your group, um, just stay encouraged. And you might not have victories today or tomorrow, hmm. but keep on keeping on. Keep on believing. And most of all, believe in yourself. Oh, yeah. And if you believe in yourself, then you can convince other people to believe in what right. you're saying. Right. And also, I do want to let to inform people that it is motivational and it does encourage whoever you're running for. Say if you run for somebody, you don't win that run, but they see the votes and they just won by a little bit, them acknowledging they have that support is going to help them keep going on. So it's also motivational to vote. Even if a guy loses by a couple votes, he still sees right. the hundreds and thousands that was behind him so he can keep going. Right, and try it again. Try exactly. it again. Definitely. Yes. And Ms. You know, I would definitely love you to come to Ujama, you know, speak to our youth, you know what I'm saying, in person. You know, I appreciate they could give you. And, okay. Yeah, in the summertime, in the summertime. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't when, blame when you. When fish are jumping in the, in the Mississippi River in the in the summertime, okay? Miss Crenshaw, before it slips my mind, can you extra can you um reach on the topic of the importance on voting more than for more than just the presidential election? Mm-hmm. Cuz some people get oh, yeah. out and vote but they mm-hmm. only vote for the president, yes. not the city yes. council. That's right. So it was it was very vivid in this these last four years, the importance of down ballot. Not only just voting for the president, but the governor mm-hmm. and and the and the county commissioners and the uh, revenue commissioner and the people that verify the vote and the, and the, and the state representatives. Those people make local decis- uh, decisions that affect you di- directly immediately. The presidential um, mm. vote, it kind of trickles down. <laughs> and that school um, board, too. Mm-hmm. The school board, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. And then the other thing, I would encourage you guys, some of you to run. Ooh, okay. Mr. Rusty. You hear that? <laughs> run. 
Yeah, you're wrong. We should set up. So, a, so uh, since since you say that, how how do we start? Where do we start? Where okay. you got the experts in my W. <laughs> I, I know where you start. Monique oh, Gender. I got and then some she info has, on that. She has resources all over the city that I'm sure people will. And they have uh, something, just ask for it. They have something, um, uh, workshops, and they're like uh, the Democratic Party. Mm. Uh, they have a recruiting <laughs> session for people to run. And then uh, and go join the party. Join all of them. Join the Republican, the Democrat, the Independent, the Democrat. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, you know, can, you, know I, I, you know, I like to say I'm conservative right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would I like to. I don't know what that means. I would like to encourage people. I ain't picking either. Encourage people to run because if you're pushing a message, I actually want you to do your research first to see what you're with and what you're against. Don't just run because the majority says this guy is who's good. I yeah. would like people to do their research to see what you're voting for and who you're voting for. Well, the, uh, everybody's running for office. has They have meetings. They have town hall meetings, so you should attend them. And they're free. And you should ask the questions. Yes, they're free. Yeah. And you should ask the questions. And then you should mobilize, mobilize and move, move other people to come to the meeting with you so you're not the only person hearing this. Mm. And then you're not the only person that 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 have the concerns because I'm sure uh, most of your friends have the same concerns and issues that you do. And know that if you know how's on the people, if they're telling you everything you want to hear, you know there's a good chance that they're lying to you. Um, That's right. <laughs> one politician is not going to be able to change the world. It's the consistency. Everybody that runs for office says we're for jobs. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. gonna bring jobs. To tell you the truth, there are not that many jobs. No. And the jobs that they have are very technical now. And they're getting to be more and more technical. So you need to do your research. You need to learn how to uh, operate these machines. And what was one of the things uh, Ms. Linda is doing that's very important to our survival is this coding. Can you break down and the so coding? She got, you got your teacher right there. Didn't they see you? <laughs> <laughs> She knows more about it than me. There's more than me. So I'm giving Miss Linda a lot of assignments that she has me. But but I'm, I'm very serious about this. And if you think you can't do it, make sure your children learn it. Make sure your children can read. Get them books. Let them read. And if you can't read, let them read to you. And y'all read to each other. But it's, they, that's how information that's how you form your opinion if you have the information. Gumba used to say in and then for information. That's how, how you form things hmm. with information. Got it? Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's powerful. One thing I, I, I wanted to uh, say um, regarding the coding is coding will replace everything that you're doing today, it, it's going to be the, the language of the communication and how we speak. It's going to be in HTML coding is the language of the internet. Yeah. So basically when everything goes digital, we're going to have to learn them coding. That's right. Interesting. That's right. It's something that I'm passionate about and I'm fortunate that Miss um, Doris Crenshaw and her organization uh, Southern Youth Leadership Development Institute promotes that. 
and wants to teach the young people in Alabama how to code. 70% of the boys. Do you hear me now? 70% of the boys. Isn't that just the city or the holes? Is that the state? In Montgomery. Just the, okay, just a Montgomery. Montgomery. Okay. So if I was to take half, 35% of that 70%, I could teach those young people to code in two hours. So well, we we gonna work on that. I'm glad you said that, Miss Linder, uh, because <laughs> I have to send a paper to the Walton Foundation, and I, I'm gonna try to address that. So, Miss Linder, will you call me back tomorrow? Something we get We gotta get something set up. You know, Miss sure. Linder, Linder gave me an assignment. You know, but the one thing they said about Doris Chris, y'all kid get. You give her an assignment, she's going to give you two. So that's, that's, that's the way we roll. That's exactly. So take take notes. Oh, because there's no half-stepping. You see how she just double-timed it there mm-hmm. and created an assignment, another assignment, mm-hmm. that she's already on to the next one, I promise you. Yeah, with, with, with Miss Linda, okay? Mm-hmm. We can just uh, have, you know. Coding and, and, and book, but, you know, we have to have it organized. And, and right. on the 26th, I think, uh, we are meeting with the Walden Foundation, the, the superintendent of schools, the mayor of the city, and uh, the stakeholders. So we will try to address that. Is we can impact that because you bring that percentage up in terms of how do you catch up to standards from 70%? Mm. You do it by teaching these young people how to code. That's how you bring them forward fast because coding is the language of really today it's 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 but definitely of the future young people need to know how to code at the same time they're learning how to type on the computer they need to learn how to code thank you so much and we'll get back together with asset on this issue okay wonderful thank you thank you for your time thank you bye-bye wow wow Wow, I really appreciate Miss Doris taking her time out. Oh yeah, that was good that stuff. Was dope, you know, man. and then basically just telling us, telling us the importance of voting. You know how it can change our life and how powerful yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just her talking about how seventy percent of black boys in Montgomery can't read. Just man, just you know, what I'm saying mentally, man, that's yeah, devastating. Gotta, honestly. Get so, out there and help them, man. Get on that somehow. Think of something. Yeah, and then with this coding, you know, with there being 70% of it, illiteracy down there, we could change that into a percentage of them only knowing coding when a lot of people only know this. Yeah, You know, we could change that. Then we also need to check Minnesota, though. We need to see the black boys in Minnesota statistics. That's what we need to work on, yeah. grabbing that first. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's crazy because, you know, when you get to a certain age, when you don't know how to do something, it's hard to ask for help. Right. Um, right. That's why it's on to you, John. It's, it's discouraging. On to us. To yeah. Those a lot boys. of people are discouraged. Like if you're 25 and you don't know how to read, you're not going to want to be like, hey, can you teach me how to read? You know what I mean? I learned to drive a lot later than my peers, but I never wanted to ask anybody True. because True. because I was behind. And when you tell somebody, the first thing they say is, what, you don't know how to drive? Mm, and but, it's like, no, that's why I'm asking you for help, you know. Mm. But, um, you know, I eventually figured it out, and I'm pretty good at it. But I can only imagine if I didn't know how to read, how 
difficult that would be to ask for help. But yeah. that's why he says you got to take courage. Yeah. You know, like I said, I used to have a stuttering problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I used to mess up on my words, but I used to be good at poetry. And a lot of people was like, man, just mm-hmm. write. And I'd be afraid because, you know, like I said, I used to stutter. You know what I'm saying? Then one time I just went up there. I don't know what it was, but I ain't stuttering out one time. You know what I'm saying? So it took it took a little bit of courage, you know what I'm saying? I just kept re- repeating in the paper, just keep going over and over something. It's memory muscle. Mm-hmm. But all I know is we you John, we created space for that. That's why we got to reach out to these young brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And teach them well. Because like I said, I've been taught. Like I said, I had a stutter probably had a good tutor. You know what I'm saying? Miss mm-hmm. Robinson. You know what I'm saying? I don't know her, full, her, know her first name, but I remember Miss Robinson. She taught me how to speak correctly. Like I had a bad study problem, and, and look at me now. Poetry is doing me well. Yeah, and you're hosting this show. Exactly, yeah. facts, facts. <laughs> and and Miss Crenshaw, she came from a time where they weren't allowed to vote. You know, so I really take heed in what she's saying because it wasn't an opportunity for her, and she sees the importance of it, and she shared that with us. So it's very, it's a real important and powerful message that she's pushing because she's a lived experience. And I just want to say one thing to our brothers out there. Um, get acquainted with your sisters, man. Get acquainted with your community because number one thing you need to know, black women's got the number one resources. Yeah, for sure. Statistic facts. Yeah. Like actual factual facts. Facts. And they're one of the strongest. You know so if you can't open up <laughs> the to base what I'm saying, you can't open up to your brother, find a sister. There you go. Everybody needs somebody, and don't be scared to ask for help, no matter your age, because you can learn something from somebody older than you, younger than you, and the same age of you. If you're a young African-American male near the Twin Cities between the ages of 18 and 30, and you need help with any resources, housing, financial literacy, um, employment, job readiness, education, housing, housing, or even just a place to feel comfortable, feel safe. Up the phone and dial 651-528-8006. Or you can reach out to our website, ujamaplace.org. And we're also on Facebook. We'll give you the address once we get you on the phone. Um, we are here for you. We love you. We are Ujama Program. Bingo.